You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Marches and a riot mark the anniversary of the George Floyd's death in Portland. We didn't have any shenanigans that I could see in Seattle. Just didn't see anything crazy going on there. The main story has been Portland. That's what we're getting into today. That is what we're talking about. We talked about this a lot. Yeah, we have. And it keeps on a going there. I've got a second article I'm going to read as well that kind of kind of really cuts to the, the major issue in a pretty quick way. It's, 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 a, it's a funny one. All right, let's get into it. But before we do, if you're new, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. Some say it's news for reasonable people. All right. Let's get into it. Let's let's get this uh, going here. Enough of the chit chat. Police declared a riot after a crowd smashed windows at City Hall after trying to set the Justice Center on fire in downtown Portland on Tuesday night, a year to the day since George Floyd was murdered by a Minneapolis police officer. They're always trying to set something on fire, aren't they? Whether it's a dumpster or trying to smoke out the police officers or federal officers inside whatever building, or, you know, they're burning down maybe a really old statue because nothing says reform like setting things on fire. And the rest of us are all just like, what, what, what are you doing there? What do you got? What do you got going there? Cause that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And this has been going on for like a year now, a year. We've still got the same old story. Officers said shortly before 9 30 PM that the crowd was yelling, burn the building down and had pushed a burning dumpster against the justice center. I saw that I stood right where that dumpster was burning last summer with my 25-year-old son, Brennan. Brennan, what's up? You would get this shout out, Brennan, if you listen to my podcast. He is too busy doing um, his channel on TikTok, which the name of his channel shall go unnamed because it's, it's shenanigans. It's, you don't even want to go there. According to the Portland Police Bureau, others were throwing frozen water bottles and eggs at officers. It was just a water bottle frozen, frozen water bottles and eggs at officers and metal spikes into the road. Metal spikes. That's, this is a thing. Some tore down fencing around Chapman Square Park and used segments to block Southwest 4th Avenue near Southwest Main Street. The Portland Police Bureau said they were warning the crowd against illegal activity, saying those who refused to comply could be arrested. Officers cleared the metal spikes so that firefighters could reach the dumpster fire. Once the flames were extinguished, the Portland Police Bureau said officers deployed smoke before leaving the area. And so I was down there last last summer. You guys have heard me probably talk about this far too much. Um, I was down there literally right where this um, dumpster was set on fire last night, recording this on the 26th of May for... You want to know kind of where we're at. But um, at that point in time, the federal building has a brand new fence put up around it. Really big one. They said it They said it couldn't be torn down. Those protesters, when they put their mind to something, they can get after it. We watched them tear down, uh, you know, three quarters of a city block of fencing and not very long. And then they would take it and just angrily pile it somewhere and take that. Take that, you federal building, because this is all your fault. Take that. About half an hour later, police said the crowd of about 200 moved to Portland City Hall, 
where people were smashing and tagging windows. A riot was declared and officers said the crowd was ordered to leave or face arrest and the use of force. This is something that we see consistently is that this kind of stuff goes on. And then the tear gas gets cracked out. All right, this is a riot. We need to disperse the crowd. Tear gas gets thrown out, flash bombs maybe go off. You know, you got a little of that action. And then everybody's like, oh, the innocent protesters have been, you know, their civil rights have been violated. Freedom of speech has been just thrown to the ground and stomped on. We all know the drill. Reasonable people know the drill here. This is just an ongoing story. And when are they going to cap it in Portland? That's what a lot of people are wondering is, mm, how long is this going to go on? Because as businesses open back up, even in Portland, believe it or not, stuff's going on in Portland. Stuff's going on all over because we're getting back into the flow of things post-COVID, right? Downtown Portland's going to have a tough time with this stuff still going on. If you got people smashing and tagging windows and a riot is declared and officers said the crowd was ordered to leave or face arrest, that's not a good look for a business. Hey, would you, would you like to sign a lease up here? Sure. What's the ACAB on the building over there? What's that all about? Ah, oh, it's just a, it's just a, you know, a symbol of a club that, you know, is in the area and they're, they're really good with the spray can, spray paint, uh, spray cans of, of paint. And, um, you know, it's art and they just kind of do their thing, but don't worry about them. You should sign this lease because we want you in here as a business in downtown Portland. No, that's not going to go well. And, and any, any, anybody running a business kind of knows the deal. They know how this goes. Tough times for Portland. I've had uh, business owners in Portland reach out to me and say, man, our insurance has gone through the roof or they're saying, yeah, we've got like two or three carriers left in the area that are insuring commercial businesses for whatever policies that they need. And that is not going well because you're, you're just, uh, let's see, Portland, oh, whew, not good, not good. I would love to hear some, some of uh, Portland business owners letting me know how things are going, if they're going okay, if they're getting better. But with this kind of stuff going on, Granted, it's significantly less now, but you know, the chance of it still going on for a while and as summer comes around, people like to do their protesting in summer. The days are long. It's light out till later. You can get in a couple of extra protests in the, in the earlier in the day. You still don't have to get up before two or three in the afternoon to get all your, your stuff done for the day. You can be all out until the wee hours of the morning doing what, what you need to under the cover of dark. And um, since you're wearing all black, I mean, you're just like a ninja, like a ninja just scurrying about the city doing your thing. So at 11 p.m., police announced that it made targeted arrests of some who have engaged in criminal activity. Several hours later, they released the following names. This is almost a doxing of the criminals. Oh, can't have that. I'm not going to read their names because I don't really get into that. Just because, and I have a lot of people say, no, get into that. We want to hear the names. You go after them. Just because somebody does something doesn't make it right. So I'm just not going to do that, but I'm going to read what they were charged with. Criminal mischief two, criminal mischief two, and escape three. Oh, that's a double whammy right there. Criminal mischief one, and riot. You've been arrested for riot. 
criminal mischief one. Oh, this one. Oh, this this is a good one. All right. So this is a good one. Uh, one, two, three, four. But one is times five. We've got nine. We've got nine offenses here. All right. We've got arson one, criminal mischief one, criminal mischief two times five. Got five incidences of criminal mischief two. That's an overachiever there. And believe it or not, it is the youngest one of the group. Criminal mischief two times five. And then to, to end up, to, to round it all out, we've got a solid riot charge. So that kid is really getting after it. I mean, his parents must be so proud. What'd you do last night, son? Ah, well, got charged with nine offenses. The other guys, hey, they only su succeeded in getting one, maybe two. I got nine. I'm bad. Whew, I'm bad. The crowd dwindled to a few dozen people by midnight. Okay. Yeah, they're tired. They've got, do they have jobs? One of the funniest things I saw this past summer in Bellevue was a pizza delivery guy who was obviously pissed off that this, you know, protest was going on. The street goes uphill in downtown Bellevue just by a little bit, just the grade goes up a little bit. The pizza delivery guy is walking down with his pizza in his uh, carrier thing. And he's like, and the, there's a group of, I don't know, maybe 50 people. And this is the middle of summer. And he shouted out to this entire crowd, why don't you guys just get a job and go home? And in the, oh, that upset the protesters to no end. We have jobs. We go to work. It, it was, it was, it was just funny. It's just, just this one pretty big young dude walking down. He's like, I've got a job and these people are making it hard for me because the streets closed down. His workplace was somewhere north. His car obviously was somewhere south and it was a pain in the rear for him to work past this, this protest. And he's like, why don't you guys get jobs? Just letting them have it. I probably wouldn't be that bold, but I was, you know, scurrying around with a GoPro because I'm old and I don't want to die. So there's that. Across the nation, Floyd's death set off a social movement that has brought peaceful activists to the streets along with those more prone to violence. Did we ever have the peaceful, pro did peaceful protesting even really exist right off the bat? It doesn't feel like it did. But that's, that's what the storyline has been all along is peaceful protesting. All right. The peaceful activists. Well, yeah, I think in this story, I think that we can agree that the stuff that went on here, not so peaceful. If you're going to tell little Johnny or little Susie how to act in society, you probably wouldn't tell them to set a dumpster on fire and put it right next to a federal building. That's, I mean, I am no... I am not, you know, number one parent in the world by any means. I mean, I took my kid to the, the protests. Granted, he's 25 and he's just as big as I am. Um, but most parents, you know, they draw a line and they kind of want their kids to grow up in a society in which there are rules and we follow rules. And one of them is you don't set dumpsters on fire next to a federal building, break windows and smash windows and tag up buildings and destroy local business. That's kind of on the level of no go. That, that to me is no go. And I am speaking as a parent, not, not a very good one, admittedly at times. But, you know, my kids are still around and neither one of them has been to, I'm going to, let's see, word this. Neither one of them, I don't think, has been to jail for an extended period. Have both of them been arrested? I believe. Yep. Pr 
probably so. But that runs in the family because their old man might have been, I don't know, it's, it's unknown. In Portland, protests continued for more than 100 consecutive nights. I think it was way more than 100. It was a bunch more than that. But, you know, you get into triple digits and pfft, who's counting, right? What began as outcry over his death evolved into a larger call about different ways to police cities. Three large events happened Tuesday in Portland related to the anniversary of Floyd's death. One at Revolution Hall and the others downtown. Here they are. First one, about 150 people gathered at Revolution Hall at Southeast Stark and 12th and then started marching. The group marched down Northeast 7th Avenue toward the Burnside Bridge, stopping at each intersection to chant to commemorate Floyd's life and others killed by police officers. A former fire truck led the procession with a sign that read, People Over Profit. So some of the storylines, some of the threads, I, I get confused, legit here. I get confused what message we've got going on because I don't really know what they're talking about half the time. So we've got a sign that reads people over profit. So we're talking about big corporate versus the small little person working for said big, big, corporate. I I mean, I'm just guessing that is what's going on. But oftentimes when I was at, you know, these protests, and I've been at these protests, it's like, I thought the, the thing I saw on Twitter was this, and yet we're talking about this over here. It's all somewhat interrelated there, but it's very confusing. As a business owner, it's very confusing what we're talking about, or what's the true cause, or what do we even have going on here? Because setting dumpsters on fire, that doesn't really send a message to me other than uh, fire, I mean, destruction, anarchy. And those aren't necessarily things that I support. I mean, I, I just don't. Protesters gathered at the Justice Center beginning around 8 p.m., the scene of many of the more violent events over the past year. That's where I was. Um, Portland police said they initially gathered in the street near Southwest 3rd and Main. And we had a third event. Without specifying a time or location, it was billed as May 25th, night shift, all out for abolition, and called for small actions big targets. What are we talking about here? Small actions, big targets. I mean, it's it's even difficult to guess. I mean, are we, are we going after Starbucks? Are we going after big buildings? What are we going after? And by small actions, do you mean taking like a small hammer and putting a small hole through a small glass window or, you know, scale of things, big thing? I'm not really sure. But small actions, big targets. This is the event that drew hundreds of marchers throughout downtown who smashed windows, tagged buildings, and set fires. Okay. All right. So that is the message. Smashing windows, tagging buildings and setting fires. That's, this is, this has been going on forever. And we don't really seem to do anything about it. Because it is couched as a protest. And we have our right to freedom of speech. Okay, that's that one. That's that that one was a legit coverage of that's by coin in um, Portland. That's the legit one. Okay, let's read this one because there are some funny things in this one that I thought, all right, same topic, same event. Um, just, you know, worded slightly differently. And this is from Lars Larson of K something or other KXL on the ground news. 
The latest riot is just more of the same proof of failed leadership in Portland. Okay. I think everybody's kind of aware of that. And I had somebody send me in something like, hey, yeah, the rest of us in the rest of the country, we don't really care about what happens in Seattle or Portland. Au contraire, mon frere, I think you do. I think people do because the demographics that I see on stories such as these, people want to know what's going on in these ridiculous cities like Seattle and Portland. They want to know. What's the what do you got going on there? Because we want to be aware of what's happening there. So it doesn't happen in our city over here, maybe in the flyover zone, as we sometimes call it, or it's called, or in the Midwest. That's what I call it, right? So people do want to know. And the reason I know that demographics and analytics, and I can read a map, I can see what you guys want to see. So this is, um, you know, these are storylines and um, that a lot of people around the world want to hear. So picture on this one, I don't usually describe pictures, but this is a funny one. It's, uh, it's right in the main park of I think it's on the back side of the park uh, facing the federal building. It's a porta potty a red porta potty. You got to love those because they stand out. And on the side, it says in pretty good penmanship. I mean, I'm going to give it to them um, better than I could do with a can of white spray paint, but it's a white porta potty and it says, gas me, Teddy. <laughs> and they're talking about Mayor Ted. They're talking about Mayor Ted and they're saying, gas me, Teddy. And I was literally gassed uh, probably 70, 70 feet to the east of where this said porta potty is. You know, that's again with my child. And um, that's what we're doing on a slow Saturday evening in Portland. We're just hanging out, seeing what's going on. Gas me, Teddy. Maybe we should just resign ourselves to ongoing riots. It that's what it kind of feels like we're doing, doesn't it? All right. Well, it's just going to happen. Let's see how this one goes. What are they going to do? What new, what new event do we have here? Ah, we got a little bit of vandalism. That's old hat. We, we got some spray paint in the buildings. We've got some graffiti. Now nah, we've seen that. You're going to bash out a window. You're bashing out a window. Don't do that. You got to come up with something new. You got to get a new repertoire of stuff going on here. People are bored. They want to see something different. You know, we've heard this message. It doesn't really say much, does it? After all, the current leadership of Northwest City seems content to let it go on night after night. Digging right into the issue here. Maybe we should just resign ourselves to ongoing riots. About 200 of the usual suspects from Black Lives Matter and Antifa staged another riot last night. They set a dumpster fire, shot fireworks at cops, and smashed windows at multiple locations. Because nothing says change than taking an inanimate ob object and smashing another inanimate object. Just that's what we're doing. Police arrested five, but we already know how that works. Yeah, we do. And I, those are the charges I just read to you. I mean, those that last kid, that last kid with nine charges, that's, that is a real overachiever there. Social Justice uh, District Attorney Mike Schmidt will make disapproving noises and then give these criminals a slap on the wrist. It feels like what we're doing here in Seattle, too. It's like, you guys are bad. You guys have been bad. I can't have you doing this. You guys need to do better. Here's your fine, which is, um, and here's your, I'm going to give you a 200 day, uh, you need to spend 200 days on probation, but everything is, you know, it's, it's all okay. As long as you do this small thing over here, 
These are the terms you need to be. I'm sure you can do better next time. Nothing ever happens. Just there's, there's no consequences to these actions at all, right? And then it'll all happen all over again. They're attacking government buildings. So rioters, no taxpayers will fund repairs so they can break it again. Who pays for that? You and I do. We pay for that. Taxpayers, business owners, employers, employees, citizens, legit citizens. This is where our taxpayers, this is where our tax money is going. I feel good about that. I feel good about that window over there. Having 25 cops stand around guarding a dumpster on fire. If I was a Portland citizen, I'd be like, yep, I'm just going to go down there and watch because I want to get my money's worth. This is exciting. This is good. I need to get a photo. Can I get a photo of this? It's ridiculous, right? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous that this is still going on. And then it will happen all over again. They're attacking government buildings. We already read that. It's like an adult version of the wooden block game Jenga. Build the tower, knock it down, lather, rinse, repeat. That's what's going on. Meanwhile, commercial real estate sinks in value. What? No, we already talked about that. It, that can't be. There's no way. Landlords figure they lost about $30 million in rents last year. $30 million. Nobody talks about that, do they? Nobody talks about the $2 billion done in damage to commercial buildings across the United States over the last year. $2 billion. That's with a B. That's not M for million. B for billion. That's a lot of money. Well, it's okay, though. It's just buildings. It's just buildings. It's not people. It's just buildings. That is the justification, isn't it? This year could be bigger is what this author is saying. Man, I hope not. I hope somebody gets a marginal handle on some of this. We don't have to deal with this for another year. But I could see where this author is coming from, because it doesn't seem like there's anything in place that's going to stop it, does there? It doesn't. Now, still got the same same people in charge of this uh, boat going nowhere, uh, except into a place that probably isn't good. Portland, Portland's fancy Pearl District is the only place in the Northwest where the cost of condos has actually declined by tens of thousands of dollars over the last year. Tens of thousands of dollars. Is that true? I would love to have somebody fact check that. If you're a real estate broker in Portland, can you let me know? Send me an email, sean at seattlerealestatepodcast.com. Has the value of the median condo price declined in the Pearl District? I would love that to know that. That'd be super interesting because then that's a fact and you go, okay, it's dropped by 30 grand. Median housing price of condos in the Pearl District. You can quantify that and then you're like, Okay, here's the deal. This is what's going on. No one wants to live there, not even tear gas Teddy. Tear gas Teddy. And the uh, city council of Portland, they literally were out with these protesters taking selfies. You know, uh, just that happened last summer. You know, not to be outdone, our mayor here in Seattle called it the summer of love until it wasn't. Mm, she's regretting that now. She's regretting that. That's that's not where we want to be because that's not what happened in the end. Wheeler faces, talking about Mayor Ted, tear gas Teddy. Mayor Wheeler faces a recall, but I doubt it succeeds. Yep, 
I agree. You know, we've got Shama Sawant here in Seattle, recalls being done there. Um, you know, governor down in uh, Newsom, down in California, recall there. I doubt any of these will work because the last one that really worked was when Arnold Schwarzenegger took off over office in California. Tells you how often this happens. Crazy, right? Arnold, get to the chopper. The alternative radical anti-cop activist Joanne Hardesty would take his place. (sighs) Yeah, that's what Portland's looking at. That's what Portland's looking at. So do you want tear gas Teddy or anti-cop activist Joanne Hardesty? Take your pick. Those are your options. That's what Portland is voting into office. So, you know, it kind of serves you right for having your federal buildings hammered on for well over 100 days. But I think there's a lot of reasonable people in Portland that agree with me. And I hear from them every now and then, the two or three that are left there, because everybody else seems like they've either gotten out. Or the other major trend is I I do get a lot of email and I get a lot of comments like these kind of side comments that are slung my way, which are like, yeah, I'm now a closeted conservative. It's like, (laughs) okay, yeah, you probably were the whole time and you're still not going to come out and you're not going to come out because your circle of friends all believes that you believe a political ideology and that you're on board with this. And it's so funny. I'll walk into a room that I know I don't necessarily need to wear a mask. And I'll wear a mask because I just don't I just don't want to have that talk. Hey, what's your problem, man? And so I just wear a damn mask and people will come up to me and just assume that I am of a certain political ideology. And I'm not. I'm somewhere in the middle, right, you know, right independent center is kind of what I call myself because I believe a lot of stuff that conservatives and Republicans probably are like, ah, no, that's a hard no go. That's a hard no go. No, we don't believe that. But I certainly don't believe all this stuff on the, the far left that, uh, you know, setting dumpsters on fire is okay. And I don't think people on the left believe that's all right either. It's just this vocal small minority that um, we're reading the news about on a regular basis, right? Consistently, we're reading about them. But then the leadership needs to step up and do something. You got to do something because we're at that crossroads. You got businesses going back to downtown. I mean, maybe, hopefully. It's hard to imagine that there's something worse than feckless Ted. We've got feckless Ted, tear gas Teddy, radical anti-cop and activist Joanne Hardesty. We've got nicknames and we've got names for these people just all over. Portland's just, oh, it's a cast of characters, isn't it? So it's hard to imagine there's something worse than feckless Ted, but it's true. Uh, that's this guy's opinion. Okay. Um, yeah. So Portland, much of the same. Nothing has changed there. But I thought we were getting tough on the protesters. I thought we were getting tough on them. I thought we were going to come up with some ways of maybe that we can protect those dumpsters, protect those poor inanimate objects from being set on fire in said dumpsters. I don't know. It's crazy. Will we see the riots that we saw last summer? I could certainly see a few of them. And then ah, maybe we'll really bring out the big guns. I don't know. But this is this is crazy. This thing is still going on. But Portland's always had a lot of activism, right? Seattle's had, you know, some as, as well. Um, but in some cities, yeah, you're just not you're not going to see a dumpster set on fire. That is not that's a no go. You start to see something like that happening. City I'm in Bellevue. Oof, no, no, 
That's a that's a hard no go. Did have a protest here uh, not that long ago, a few weeks ago. It was very peaceful. Because when you've got like a 100 cops running up your backside, you're reluctant to do anything like setting a dumpster on fire. You're reluctant to do those things. That's kind of where you need to be. But Portland, ah, you let things go. All right. So there will be more protests in Portland, and I will cover them right here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, because this is the stuff, it's the important stuff people need to know, right? I mean, real estate, ah, uh, that's optional. Nobody needs a real home. Got to talk about the protesters and dumpsters on fire and graffiti and whatnot. All right, that's it for me. I will see you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Have a great Whatever it is, afternoon, morning. Don't you hate it when somebody says, have a great, have a great night. I'm like, it's four in the morning. What are you talking about? It's early in the morning. You do, do you have fun? Stay safe. I'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.